Ah! These families really need some discipline. They can't just take a day off like that. What am I going to do? Excuse me, sir. This note just arrived for you. Hmm, let me open this note. Hello, a Nazi officer will be visiting your camp next Saturday for inspection. <laughs> finally, justice will be served. These people will finally get what they deserve. Welcome to another episode. Today we will hear an amazing story adapted from God's Greatest Sabbath Stories. Join us as we dive into the story of how a freedom letter saved people's lives. Trying to hide her troubled face, 13-year-old Emma hurried across the crowded immigrant barracks, helping her mother take care for the other children. She felt angry, frustrated and upset, and couldn't help but wonder why. Her family would never have to have left their cosy home in Romania if it hadn't been for the powerful German leader, Adolf Hitler. Hitler, the evil leader as Sophie, her little sister, called him, was determined to create a super race and lead them on to conquer the rest of the world. Now, Emma's family, who had been travelling with four other Seventh-day Adventists, were under quarantine for six weeks. The rules dictated that everyone needed to help with the work. On the first Saturday, Emma's family refused to work because it was their Sabbath. The camp leader was outraged. A repeat performance of this violation will not be tolerated. The next Saturday, when the camp leader ordered them to work again, the answer was the same. I've told you before last week already. A repeat performance of this violation will not be tolerated. While the camp leader was ranting on about how they were not allowed to keep the Sabbath, meanwhile the Adventists were found singing hymns and studying the Bible. What song should we sing now, Sophie? Jesus loves me. Alright, let's sing our last song, then we will move on to studying our Bibles. After they finished singing, they sat in a circle, prayed and opened their Bibles to study the Word of God. Lovely singing. Now let's begin with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for delivering us and letting us live despite these harsh conditions. We trust in your unfailing love and protection that you will help us through all this. Please give us the understanding as we study your word. Amen. Ben, the other Adventist in the camp who had just prayed, shared the story about Daniel. Even though in Babylon he was the only one who worshipped God, he still witnessed everyone about God, so that even the king of Babylon worshipped him. As a result of his faithfulness, he was rewarded by being promoted to a high position in the king's court. Although Emma had heard the story before, now, as she sat in the camp listening to Ben tell the story, it encouraged her more than ever, and she hoped that she could be as strong as Daniel in the camp. But in the camp leader's office... Ah! These families really need some discipline. They can't just take a day off like that. What am I going to do? Excuse me, sir. This note just arrived for you. Hmm, let me open this note. Hello, a Nazi officer will be visiting your camp next Saturday for inspection. 
inspection. <laughs> finally, justice will be served. These people will finally get what they deserve. A cruel smile passed over his face. Later in the camp, the sudden trill of the bell startled Emma and brought the camp back to life. Her father suddenly appeared in the doorway. What could possibly be happening now? Hurry the children, mother. Right away. What's the commotion about? What's going on? I just got a notice that the whole camp must be in the main hall in five minutes. Hurry, everyone. Deathly silence hung in the air where the Nazi officer would soon inspect the grey limestone building. In the vast crowd, the group of Adventists waited near one end of the well-washed table. Everyone stood as still as a statue, waiting to hear what the officer would have to say. Hurry along, everyone. I don't have it all day. What's the problem here? Well, you see, sir, the problem is that there are a certain group of Jews who refuse to work on Saturdays, their holy day. At the sound of the word Jews, the Nazi officer's eyes turned cold. His eyes scanned the group with a hardness in his face. The spokesperson, or Ben, for the Adventist families, replied. Sir, our religious convictions do not allow us to work on Saturday, which is our Sabbath. Also, we are not Jews, but German. Do you think Hitler has the time to sit around and worry about your God's Sabbath? No, no, officer, but we would be glad to work on some- I've heard enough! I will give you people exactly five to decide whether or not we will work on there today. We don't need a whole five minutes, sir. Our humble answer is that we will not work on the Sabbath. What? Well, then, I hope your God can hear through the zinc wall of concentration. And with that, he stormed out of the building. The others at the camp resumed their work, but the rumours and talks of the camp was all centred around the brave and courageous Adventists. What would actually happen to them? Would they really be sent to a concentration camp? Would God honour their faith? But God had something else in store for them. Within a week, the camp leader, who had been the first official to threaten the Adventist families, was discovered to have been stealing food from the kitchen and was fired from his job. As he was leaving, he said to Emma's father, Listen to me. Forget this stupid religious business. Those Nazis aren't kidding. They will kill all of you. So soon enough, a new camp leader moved into the office. He was concerned about one thing, though. What should he do about the Adventists? He called the Adventist families before him and spoke to them. I can sympathize with you all because I myself am also a Christian. However, I am still an army officer. I still must obey orders. But there is one thing I can do to help you. I will send a letter of appeal to the only man under Hitler who can save you from the concentration camp. That man is Heinrich Himmler, head of the German secret police. Wow, what a shocker. The new camp leader was a Christian? God really worked in unexpected ways. Now, if Heinrich Himmler would only help them, then they would be safe from the concentration camp. It was all left in God's hands and they prayed harder than ever for a miracle. About three weeks later, the mail truck arrived with a bunch of letters. 
rummaging through the stack of letters, the secretary came upon a letter that caught her eye. The return address was Hitler's office. This was certainly no ordinary letter. Wow, let's open this letter! This was a letter that would either bring freedom or change to the Adventists. Quickly, she opened the envelope, only to find that the message was written in code. She reached for a pad of paper and silently translated it. Yes, it was about the Adventists in the camp. Sprinting across the camp courtyard, the secretary burst into the room where the Adventists were on their knees praying. The letter arrived from Hitler's office just then. Be glad, your worries are finally over. Harry Himmler has sent a message saying that you don't have to work on the Sabbath. A wave of joy, praise and relief swept over the group. God had not forgotten them after all. Wait, but please, don't tell the camp leader that I've told you. Later that day, when the camp leader called them in once again, he told them the exciting news that they would not have to work on Sabbath. God works in wonderful and miraculous ways, doesn't he? In Hebrews 13 verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Remember that he will never forget you and remember to turn to him first when you have problems.